Bidzy Small Business Society number 135. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text, and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I am chatting with Tara Meyer-Robson. Tara is the best-selling author of The Flow Method, where she teaches us to make unique connections between patterns in our lives. She helps her clients create awareness and empowers them to take control of their mind and body to create a full, significant, and meaningful life on their own terms. Welcome, Tara. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? <laughs> sure. Hi, Rob. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, basically, uh, my my entire focus is on helping uh, people to just live their best lives. And that's sort of what led me to my work. I kind of was always that person that everybody came to, to help them with whatever was going on. And I realized that I was... Um, sort of unconsciously able to see patterns in people's lives and help them to pinpoint where those patterns were coming from and then be able to make a significant shift. So that was really the focus uh, that kind of started me down the path of, hey, I think this might be a business and a life that I'm supposed to, to live. And I was very passionate about helping people, so that helped too. Um, and so now I have uh, a few projects. The one that I'm really passionate about is something uh, called the Empath Institute, which is a focus on helping highly sensitive people be more successful in the world uh, because very sensitive people oftentimes, you know, they take on the pain of the whole universe and they don't know quite what's happening or why they're feeling so overwhelmed and exhausted. And with just a few simple tools, it's usually really easy to start shifting that and allow people to, to really um, help the world in a way that they they feel is meaningful. So that's probably my biggest project right now. Um, and I'm excited about it. I get to work with people and help people all the time. And that's really like the best thing ever. So Awesome, Tara. Yeah, I mean, the world of business and the world in general can be, you know, kind of a cold and unforgiving place sometimes. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's obviously we got to stay positive here and your positive energy here is palpable. So it's no secret to me why people <laughs> want to work with you. So I want you to take us back. Was this more of a self-serving need or what was really happening around you, Tara, that you saw as an opportunity to really launch a business that helps people with creating their dream life, like you say? 
Yeah. You know, it's a really interesting story. All I ever wanted to do my whole life was help people. That was it. Like, that's what got me up in the morning. I was not particularly money motivated, but if I thought I could help people and build a great business, then that was going to be, you know, the absolute top thing for me. That would be like the goal. So, but I didn't know, you know, how was I going to do that? I had friends who used to tell me, you can't make any money. You can't have a business helping people, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I was actually working um, for a while with my dad, and, and he does benefits for large hospital systems. And that's what I sort of started doing when I came out of um, uh, school, college. And I was, you know, going around all these hospital systems, working like 100-hour weeks. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, on top of it, yeah, I mean, it, it literally was 100. Because we were doing enrollment um, meetings around the clock for, like, nurses that are on third shift and those sorts of things. So you, you really get burnout out at a pretty significant level. Add on top of that that it was my dad's business. Add on top of that that I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, that is a nasty little mix right there. That is a recipe for total and complete burnout. Well, needless to say, that's what happened. And I ended up um, getting mono when I was like 27 years old, 26, 27 years old. I had no reason to have mono. Couldn't fit, doctor didn't know why I had it, etc. Well, of course, the doctor told me to take six weeks off, and um, I didn't because we had big projects going on, and so I just kept working, and that turned into chronic fatigue. Um, At that point, I had a doctor tell me, well, now all you can do is manage this chronic fatigue, and I am telling you, Rob, I... You know, you can tell I'm a very energetic person, but at that point in my life, I was so, I mean, I would just curl up in bed and just be like, I can hardly function. I was literally so exhausted. I can't even tell you, like, I didn't know what was wrong with me, really. Um, At that point, because I'm not really good with taking authority at face value, I decided, no, I know there's a connection between the the level of work I'm doing, the, the 100 hour weeks, the putting so much on myself, the perfectionism and this total like physical breakdown. I know there's a connection. That's really what spurred me. Um, really, that personal need spurred me into starting to do the research that it took to kind of put it all together. What is that connection between the mind, the body, and your life experiences? And that truly, when I was able to sort of heal myself and then used it to help other people heal from a variety of different things going on, at that point I knew, okay, I've got something significant that can help people. And that's what started the business and the book. Yeah. And we want to talk about some of the actionable steps that you took to really overcome some of those challenges. And I just, you know, I'm just thinking, Tara, that we're doing such a disservice to those around us, whether it's in business or in our lives, when we're not bringing our A game every single day. So we just really need to take care of ourselves, right? (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately for those of us that are um, true entrepreneurs, uh, taking care of ourselves goes like 40th to whatever the other things are that we're that we're passionate about. <laughs> I mean, seriously, right? I'm sure because you know, obviously, you've got a small business too. It's you you see things that need to be done constantly, and if you are passionate about what you do, it's three o'clock in the morning, and you're fixing your website, and you're answering emails, and you know you're you're trying to solve some problem coming up, and you're working on a speaking engagement you're, you have coming up, and whatever else it is, it's just you you your own health just goes to the side. It just does. Um, so yeah, it's important. But however, the problem is, is when that gets profoundly out of balance as it did in my life, as it does for many entrepreneurs, you start to see health issues, no doubt. Yeah, and also if you're taking time to uh, talk on a podcast. So thanks again for that, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Seriously, it's so fun. Yep, so great. Now, you talked about some of your physical challenges, but 
um, you're enjoying some success now. Likely wasn't always that way. Tell us what was your biggest challenge in business or otherwise, but what sticks out as the biggest challenge that you faced? And Tara, we're looking for some of the actionable steps that you took to really embrace and overcome that challenge. Oh, absolutely. So the first one, probably the most significant one I can think of was really early on. So I uh, decided that I wanted to uh, start my business. And this was, you know, back about 10 years ago, I guess. And um, the website, you you had to have a website, but it was really kind of, you know, it's funny to talk about it being kind of new, but it was kind of new back then. And um, so I sat down and worked with a developer and a graphic designer to put together this website. And I had a little like $10,000 inheritance from my grandmother who had just passed away, beloved, beloved grandmother. And I thought, okay, I'm going to make her proud and I am going to put it into this business and um, put it into this website. Well, what ended up happening is the graphic to the graphic designer, like ignored everything that I told him that I wanted, like I wanted bold colors and I wanted it sort of just strong, clean looking. And he ended up doing this like watercolor flying hamburger looking thing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I wish I could even, I wish I could show your listeners what it looked like because it was very funny. Um, Anyways, and so I basically said to him, listen, you know, this is just not, we're not even on the same page at all and I'll pay for the work you've done, but like the rest of the deposits you haven't even started, whatever. He kept every bit of my money. The developer flaked on me. Yep. And on top of it was my grandmother's inheritance. So, I mean, I was talk about just starting out and being like, oh my God, (laughs) what have I done? You know? And, um, so I really was at a crossroads and I think many entrepreneurs get to this crossroads. I don't know too many that just don't get some sort of massive bump really early on. And I said, okay, either this is a sign that I shouldn't go forward on this and this is just a mess and forget it. Or, I need to figure out how to code. I need to figure out how to develop a website. I need to learn graphic design. <laughs> so that's what I did. And let me tell you, Rob, that that moment in time was the most important moment in time for me to be able to make my business successful because I learned how to do all of these things that most people would prefer not to learn how to do, especially in my field. You know, it's not really something people don't look to be coding. And yet it's that empowered stuff it is. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's detail, but I kind of like it now, truthfully. Um, but it is, it's tedious. But because I learned how to do it, I empowered myself in such a way that now, like, I, you know, yes, do I hire people to do things for me now? Yes. But I also know how to do things. So I can do something really quickly and not have to be spending a ton of money on something um, and getting it up and getting it out there very quickly. Whereas if I had never learned that, um, I think it would have really significantly been a setback for my business. So I suppose for me, the actionable steps were, you know, look at the problem, decide that, okay, this is just an obstacle I have to overcome. And this is going to be a learning moment in my life that, yeah, it sucks right now, but it's going to be awesome at some point. <laughs> and then sit down and lay out a plan. What do you need to do? And sometimes you can surprise yourselves with learning how to do things that you really never in a million years thought you were going to have to learn how to do or want to learn how to do. Tara, it sounds like a $10,000 lesson in easily recognizing <laughs> problems and how to, you know, how to fix them. So that's great. That's uh, that's, that is not wasted money in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't in mine either, but certainly at that moment it was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah. crushing at the time, especially. Yeah. So what's the best part, Tara, about being an entrepreneur? Why is it so great to be Tara Meyer Robson? 
<laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, honestly, the best part for me is that I get to do something I'm passionate about every single day. There's good days and there's bad days. There's challenges you think you can't overcome, certainly. Um, but every single day, I can set the direction that I'm taking my projects, my life, my business in a way that feels authentic to me. And one thing I've learned along the way here is you have to learn how to just simply be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else that is in, in your field, you know, that's a competitor, that's really successful, because it ends up being inauthentic. And that's not what people want from people. They want to follow people that are living their truth, whatever it is, whatever business you have. Um, there's something about you that's special and unique. You've got to embrace that. And when you embrace that and you build your business around that, that's when you start to see, see things really blossom. And that's when you end up building a life and a business that really work together. Love that answer. So I think it's a great segue into the next question. So what's been most effective for you in really engaging with and growing your client base and your audience? And I want you to help the aspiring entre entrepreneur understand a few things about really gaining some traction out there. So obviously you talked about being authentic. What else, Tara? Yeah, for me, actually, one of the tipping points I saw, which was interesting, was uh, Google+. Plus. When you connect your, for anybody, for any entrepreneurs out there that are having a hard time with search engine optimization or being found online, that sort of stuff, the thing that I saw when I ended up connecting my Google Plus um, and a personal profile and then a business page with my website, I would say that was one of the turning point moments for really increasing my uh, organic search results and starting to drive a lot more traffic into my site. And it's a very simple totally free thing to do. It's extremely easy to do. Um, and that's, that's just one, you know, look up, you know, just go into Google plus, make your profile, make your business page and connect everything to your website. And that's really helpful. Uh, another thing that I have found really helpful as well is video. I know a lot of people don't really feel comfortable doing little short videos or, you know, even being on camera. And I understand it's not my favorite thing in the world, but just have fun with it. Um, people need to see who you are and they need to be part of your energy. So one of the things, and probably many of you that are on Facebook and those sorts of things have noticed, there's a lot of Facebook live videos now. That's the big thing. And it has a lot of weight on Facebook now. It ends up coming up through the newsfeed at a much higher level. So if you can do a little 30 second, one minute, you know, maybe tip of the day, like let's say you run a home inspection business, you could do a 30 second tip of the day, you know, type of thing. Little tip for somebody about a home inspection. No big deal. Something quick. Doesn't have to be perfect. Shouldn't even be perfect. Doesn't need to be. <laughs> Needs to be you. Um, you know, and so if you can do those little things, uh, just, just shoot them while you're out. Maybe you're at Home Depot, you know, <laughs> you're like, hey, I'm picking this up and this is why. Um, people really respond to that kind of stuff. So I, those, I guess, would be my immediate tips that I found uh, that are simple and free ways to start to connect with people um, at a much more energetic level where people are really connecting to you as, as fans, uh, more so than just sort of casual, interested observers. <laughs> Yeah, Tara, I just spoke to uh, Jeannie Park over at Compass Rose Video for the podcast, and she has inspired me to take down the animated voiceover explainer video on our homepage. I'm replacing that very, very soon with a video of myself talking about my business. Why wouldn't I put myself out, out there and talk about my own business? So, so important, right? To have that authentic <laughs> message coming from the horse's mouth, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, and you're lucky because you have such a great voice that your voiceovers would obviously be wonderful. <laughs> and so you, you, I mean, really, you can connect. I mean, not everybody has a great voice, so that's that's awesome and probably really great for you to connect. But actually, seeing your face and your passion, I would agree. I mean, I, I te- definitely think the more that I have done videos, um, that is one of the things where I've really seen people start to kind of go, "Aha! This is who this person is," and I relate to her at a real level, and I can see that she's authentic authentic and she's talking from the heart. And that's when people turn into, you know, your true fans uh, and start to actually really engage with you. And that's what you want. Very nice words, Tara. If we, if this were a video podcast, you would see me blushing right now. So thanks again for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's absolutely true. Now break this down for us. What exactly is the flow method? Well, in the simplest possible terms, the flow method uh, utilizes something I call the flow factor test to allow people to pinpoint exactly in which of seven areas of their mind, body, and life they have unconscious, usually, programming that is causing them to continuously tune into the same kind of patterns or same kind of health issues again and again. And so it helps people at a very specific level. It's not a one-size-fits-all situation. I really, really, well, one-size-fits-all never works, right? Because it's not one-size-fits-all. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's one-size-fits-all yoga pants, right? They're not one-size-fits-all. So, it's, so you know, it's the same kind of thing with these kinds of, um, with these kinds of programs. I, it drove me crazy because I kept, thinking, why does one program work for a certain person, but that same exact program doesn't work for someone else? Or a diet works for one kind of person, it doesn't work for another person. And the reason is, is because we really do have very, 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 very individual needs. So that's really what I built my entire system around is how do I help that individual to pinpoint exactly what's going on? And then all they have to do is work in that little section. Um, So instead of trying to like read the whole book or learn the entire system, the test takes them specifically to the area that they're having sort of the underlying beliefs that are causing problems and then helps them, as I call it, to retune, literally rewire their brain in such a way that it allows those things to sort of fall to the wayside and they begin to tune into much better experiences and much better health. So we wouldn't necessarily find solutions to all seven areas of this unconscious programming. We can use your platform to identify one or two that might be ailing us and improve strictly on those. Is that right? Indeed. Yeah. I do encourage people to work through all seven just because it helps. You know, you you, you become more balanced. Everything clears out. And most people um, do tend to do that. But because I am the kind of person who like to I, I like to like work on things that are my biggest problems first, right? Because once you, once you overcome your biggest problem first, then you're like, oh my gosh, I can do anything, right? I'm, I've got it. So that was the idea behind this. Let's find the, the biggest problem. Let's identify the biggest problem area for people and let's aim them right at that one first and allow them to make the biggest shifts the quickest. It's sort of like jumpstarting a, a diet by fasting and suddenly you're like, hey, I lost eight pounds. Now I can... <laughs> No, I could probably stick to this. Um, that's the idea. Let's let's jumpstart this. Let's take these things head on and make it really simple for people. And when they see those major changes and shifts happening um, really quickly, usually within the first four, well, definitely within the first 40 days, they start to see some pretty profound shifts. Um, at that point, then, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I can take on the next thing if I want to. So it kind of, um, the test actually shows them in order uh, which of the stations, as I call them, are sort of out of the flow. And so they can work through from the top to the bottom at their own pace. 
Awesome. Awesome. You guys need to stick around for about another five minutes. We're going to ask Tara how we can identify those seven areas and how we can improve on all seven of those areas to create a more significant and balanced life. Now, let me ask you this, Tara, which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own inspiration and motivation? Oh, okay. Well, one that I absolutely love is Dr. Bernie Siegel. Um, he is one of the early adopters of the mind-body world. He was an oncologist, a, a children, pediatric oncologist, and started to notice that connection between the mind and the body, and just unbelievable, wonderful man. Um, Tim Ferriss is a major, major, major... Uh, Ooh, I uh, love Tim Ferriss. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you? Fanboy, fanboy. <laughs> fangirl here. I just think he's phenomenal. Um, I employ, oh boy, probably 90% of his techniques. I think <laughs> I use a lot of Tim Ferriss stuff in what I do. Um, there was another one that I really liked, and unfortunately, he passed away about three years ago. However, his work is still still really valid. Um, Chet Holmes, and he does a lot around um, teaching people how to, quote unquote, double their sales um, or create a better sales environment by non-selling. And I particularly like that. And if you're an entrepreneur who does not like the idea of selling, and a lot of like, for instance, a lot of authors really hate the idea of marketing, uh, Chet Holmes' methodology is actually really excellent to teach you how to, how to actually have uh, learning moments that end up selling by themselves without feeling like you're selling. So <laughs> that's another one that I really, really adore. Great resources there, Tara. We'll be sure to link some of those up in your show notes page. Um, so forgive me for jumping around towards the end here, but in the interest of time, I'm going to ask you this now. Do you love to win or hate to lose and why? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I love to win, I suppose, but I have to say that some of my losses, of which I had quite a few <laughs> random things in the last few months that were just sort of losses, actually ended up being things that showed me that I was stronger than I thought I was in several areas of my life. And so truthfully, right now, I think I'm most grateful for the things I've lost in the few last few months because I came through it and... I think for anyone, if anyone who's going through loss, once you sit down and you say, okay, what am I grateful for? And what am I learning from this experience? The loss propels you forward to success you weren't even expecting. Um, and that's what I've seen for myself in the last six months. So I suppose that's what I'd say. Do you care to expand in any detail on what's been happening over the past two to six months? Oh, absolutely. No problem. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> well, we were uh, we were attempting to adopt a child. We went through uh, three failed adoptions in six months. Um, on top of that, we had a, a wonderful 16-year-old dog that um, all of a sudden out of nowhere got a bleeding ulcer or bleeding uh, tumor in his stomach. And we couldn't literally, we had like four days. Like we had no chance and oh, we had done breaking yep yeah and he you know he was like our kid really i know people people some people are the dog is just a dog that dog was <laughs> so on top of it it's like we had a failed adoption then two weeks later we had our dog pass away then two weeks after that we had another failed adoption <laughs> and um in the meantime i was working on an updated version of my book and working on getting this empath institute stuff out and um there was a point at which I literally, that amount of loss and it's emotional loss. And I mean, any loss is emotional, but those were very emotional losses, needless to say. Uh, there's a point at which you just 
feel like I literally said I'm broken. And I literally never said I am broken in my whole entire life, but it was just so much at such a fast pace that I was just like, I just don't know where I go from here. I'm a solution provider and I've got no more solutions. I literally don't. And so at that point, that's when I kind of sat down and said, okay, how do what, how do we move forward from this? Because we've got to find a way forward. Um, we've got to find a positive way forward. And so that's what I did. And that's when I sat down and I was like, okay, you got to feel the loss first, grieve, grieve for all the losses. That's what you got to do. And then move beyond the grief and start saying, okay, what am I learning from this? What's going on? And then you've got to reset your focus on what are you grateful for? And now what steps do I take that are positive for myself in integrating everything I've just been through to come out stronger? Like, what have I learned that has made me stronger that I can now use to propel me forward? So I don't know. That's what we just went through. And um, I will say that once I kind of sat down and did all that and just kind of regained my faith that great things were ahead, you know, bam, out of nowhere, we got a call two weeks ago that uh, a little baby girl was in need and we drove that day to go meet our daughter. So Oh, congratulations, Sarah. <laughs> wow, great. So, yeah, I mean, I guess for anybody who's lost hope, I guess I'd like to tell them that I don't care who you are and I don't care how positive and energetic a person you are. We all hit a wall. We all have a hard time. But the strongest people, the people, you can pull the strength inside yourself and you can find a way forward. And when you get past that really bad moment in your life, that is, in my experience, when the greatest breakthroughs happen. And you've just got to hold on to get to that breakthrough. Tara, thanks so much for sharing all of that. Look, in business and in life, it's all about resilience. It's about persistence and the power of a positive mindset, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And as I say, you take a beating sometimes you just do. And that's okay. I know, I know some positive people that they have a really hard time. They're like, but I feel bad. I feel sad. I feel whatever. It's okay to feel bad and sad. (laughs) You don't have to be positive every single day of your life. You know, it's okay. Sometimes things suck. And you got to say that and then you sit down and go, okay, game plan. What do I do to get myself forward? Now, I understand that you're probably tied up with your new daughter. But Give us something actionable. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? (laughs) Well, she doesn't wind down very well, but (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) if I'm truthful. However, uh, one thing that I'm finding for myself is um, I take a few minutes to just sit down for like 20 minutes, listen to some really relaxing and, you know, just very relaxing music and kind of close my eyes for 20 minutes and just visualize whatever I want the next day to be like. Um, so it's something I call future journaling. And then I open my eyes and I take like maybe five, 10 minutes and write down, how do I want tomorrow to look? How do I want to feel? What do I want to happen tomorrow? What kinds of things um, do I want to see coming into my life in the next few days? And I can tell you there's something about that process that uh, really starts to connect you with a higher source, whatever you want to call it, you know, people can call it whatever, universe, God, whatever. And it helps you to sort of align yourself in such a way that your brain is ready for any challenges for the next day in such a way that you've already set forth. This is how I'm choosing to feel regardless of how anything else happens during the day. And by so doing, even if something happens in the day, that's not quite what you had written about or how you wanted things to go, you are in my experience, much more able to kind of say, well, I want to be, I choose to be happy today. I choose to be empowered today. I choose to feel successful today. And 
you find solutions happening much quicker. So that's what I do. Um, I highly recommend, you know, as I say, what I call future journaling, just try it, you know, five minutes at night and then get up in the next morning, reread it and start about your day and see if it makes you feel better. Now boil it down for us, Tara. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about creating happiness and freedom, just that dream life that you talk about? For me, I think the most important thing is to really get clear with what you are passionate about in this world. So because once you've found your passion, and that can be a whole big topic, uh, but I usually tell people the easiest way to figure out what you're really passionate about is to start to look at what did you what did you dream of being when you were a kid? Write them all down. Like write everything down. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a dancer. I want to be whatever. And a lot of times they seem to it. But then you ask yourself, well, why did I want to be all of those things? What was it about that? What was the motivation? For me, when I kind of wrote everything down, it was to help people. So that ended up being sort of my personal mission statement, my passion. Um, for other people, it can be all kinds, you know, it could be who knows what. You know, people have all kinds of dreams and passions, and that's wonderful. Once you find that mission statement, then make every decision in your life from that mission statement. So when you have a decision that comes up, you say, okay, is this in alignment with who I am and what I'm passionate about, or is it not? And it makes it a lot easier for those of us that have a hard time saying no to start to say, no, you know what? That's not authentic to me. Um, that's not going to move me forward in a way that I'm passionate about. So I can I can say no to that opportunity and know that something more aligned to me is, is coming in. Um, so that would be my real tip is to take a few minutes to sit down and do that. Really ask yourself, ask your friends and family that's known you for a long time. What was I passionate about? Like, what, what about this? What would you say my life purpose was? Um, and kind of take all of those bits of information in together and come up with that mission statement for yourself. And then that can help to launch you to whatever else you're going to, you want to do in your life. Sprinkling in a little bit of Tim Ferriss there. You got to learn to say no. Absolutely. Now, um, (laughs) (laughs) if people want to learn more about you and your business and about the seven stations of the flow method, how can they connect with you, Tara? Actually, you can just pop by uh, my website, which is TaraMeyerRobson.com. So it's T-A-R-A-M-E-Y-E-R-R-O-B-S-O-N.com. Um, you can pop by. I have some free meditations on there that people can can download. Um, and there's some other things you can you can get for free, which is nice. I love to hear from people. So you can actually leave me a voicemail on my, uh, on my website as well. And you can also send me an email. I try my very best to respond to everybody personally. Um, sometimes I, it takes me a few days, but usually I can. <laughs> um, and you can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com front slash Tara Meyer Robson. Uh, and please feel free to friend me on there. Uh, again, I, I absolutely love connecting with people, helping people, doing whatever I can to you know help move people forward. So you know, I look forward to connecting with everybody. <laughs> Tara, this has been great. You have a positive, infectious energy that I want to share with everybody worldwide, especially our listeners here. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Thanks, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. 
Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.